pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That anyone that needed an offensive line, that a lineman, that would have had the same draft spot that the Bengals did last year would have probably have taken Jonah Williams, to be fair. And I, I think that it's also one of those things, like I look at Joe Burrow as the same thing. Like if they draft Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow ends up being a flop, and not if they, when they draft Joe Burrow, but Joe, let's say Joe Burrow's a bust. I would not blame the Bengals for that because what I, what I mean by that is I, I might blame them and say, okay, you did a horrible job developing him. But we haven't seen the Bengals have a hard time developing quarterbacks. I think Andy Dalton's just very average. I think he's, uh, you know, some year, he's just very inconsistent. He has shown flashes of being of well above average, but then he's also shown really bad, you know, tendencies as well. I don't think that's on the Bengals. I think that's just who Andy Dalton is. Um, you know, but Carson Palmer, like you, they've had success with quarterbacks. It's not as if this team just has never been able to develop a quarterback. That's the Cleveland Browns MO. That has never been the Bengals. What's been the Bengals MO is just not being able, uh, to add on to playoff rosters to get better. Like right now, what I mean by that is, is like right now the Bengals are doing a fantastic job of enhancing this roster. But what I don't want to see happen is if all of a sudden they head into next year, you have Joe Burrow, uh, you have you know a healthy AJ Green, you have a Boyd, still a questionable offensive line, that defense you added pieces to, but then you just stop there. You can't just stop there. You got to continue to add each offseason. You got to continue to try and improve some spots come trade deadlines. But I'm beyond impressed with what uh, what the Bengals have been have done, especially bringing in Von Bell. Bringing in Von Bell is big time, uh, especially when you look at the fact that you have Geno Atkins, you have Carlos Dunlap, you added DJ Reader into the mix. Bengals fans should be ecstatic about how much they've improved that defense. And as I talked about earlier, when you look at the fact that you bring in Von Bell, Sean Williams now becomes an interesting component here because I think you can move him over to linebacker uh, and, and kind of toy with him there. Offensive line, though, Jonah Williams. I mean, outside of Trey Hopkins, you have nobody. You have nobody. Like, Michael Jordan is a nobody to me until he proves otherwise. Uh, you know, Jonah Williams is a nobody to me until he proves that he could play. All right? Uh, that the, the, the Suafilo kid that they brought in, he's a nobody, again, until I see him play. And Bobby Hart, he's a nobody because we've seen him play. All right? that That's the thing. Like, Bobby Hart's a nobody because we've actually had the, the non-pleasure of watching him. Billy Price has been a bust up to this point. He's regressed. He has not gotten better. Uh, you know, Isaiah Prince, not an option there. I mean, there, I mean, unless all of a sudden these guys just drastically improve over the offseason. Um, that's going to be the big key for the Bengals. I just do not like how they are totally ignoring the number one need, which is offensive line. That is always and should always be the need. I would rather them overstock on offensive linemen uh, with, you know, potential guys as opposed to just assuming that the guys that have not worked for the last five years are all of a sudden just going to magically get it. That's that, that's, that reminds me so much of what the Reds were doing for years where they were just hoping that their guys would get it. They were just hoping that the farm system guys would just all of a sudden click and everything start working. And it never happened that way. That's what I feel like the Bengals are doing with this offensive line. They're being stubborn. But, again, I cannot sit here and bash what they've done defensively. I love what they've done defensively. I love Dunlap, Reader, Atkins. I love Sam Hubbard. All right, Hubbard's another one. And Hubbard, I mean, very, uh, I mean, you have Carl Lawson, too. I mean, you got to get a little bit more out of him. we got to see what he's able to bring to the table more as well. 
But, man, I'm very impressed with what the Bengals have been able to do up until this point. And I, the Von Bell thing really surprised me. I thought, honestly, after they were able to sign DJ Reader, I thought that the Bengals were done from a free agency standpoint. This really caught me off guard. Who's to say that they're done? Who's to say that they're done? The only other thing I would question now is what are you doing with Tony Romo? Or with Tony. Sorry, I was reading a Tony Romo article. Give me a break. Uh, Andy Dalton. What are you doing with Andy Dalton? What are you doing with Ryan Finley? You know, you know, Dolgada. Like, I mean, you have a lot of question marks that you're bringing in Joe Burrow. All right, D- Dolgala, that's an easy one to, you know, move on from Ryan Finley. You move on from if you have to. But Andy Dalton, I'm very surprised if he's still going to be on this roster. Uh, but got to give the Bengals a ton of credit. I'm the first one to criticize them when things are going bad. I got to make sure I'm right at the front of the line to say, hey, good job. But as I said earlier, I see you, Bengals. I see you over there. I, I mean, they're sipping on that drink. They're, they're feeling good right now. They're feeling pretty good, and as they should. This is automatically... When you look at how the AFC North is set up, I think that the Browns have improved dramatically uh, all on the offensive side. Like I, I think that the Browns have dramatically improved all on the offensive side, and the Bengals have all improved dramatically all on the defensive side. Joe Burrow is going to be Joe Burrow. Um, I think I, I don't really know what to expect. I don't know how much better the offense is going to be with Joe Burrow as a rookie. I think that he is going to have a lot more playmaking abilities than Andy Dalton and and you know some of the options that they have at quarterback. Obviously, talking about Ryan Finley, but again, how can how you know how how much of Joe Burrow are we going to see that we saw from LSU in his last year? We can't expect to see the 60 touchdown throwing Heisman winning quarterback at LSU all of a sudden step on the field and be doing those same things with the Bengals at least right away. Let's go to t- uh, Tony in Beaver Creek. What's up, Tony? Hey, not much. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. I, I, you're, you're sounding like what you, you said earlier in the year that you kind of backed off. Now you're back at it. You don't want to say it, but I'll say it for you. Any need to get out of that pick. Joe Burrow, they don't have enough parts for him to look like LSU Joe Burrow. He's going to put him in there. He doesn't have somebody to work behind him like, um, oh, uh, what's his name from before when they, when they had, he had somebody to work behind. They don't, he doesn't, he's going to be straight up right in there first, first snap. He's going to struggle and get his veins breed out. He, he said, no offensive line. They lost, they lost their tight end. Their defense is just so, sort of coming together. Uh, they could use another decent receiver. Um, you know, they, they got one good running back. There's too many missing parts. I don't understand why, why put all the eggs in the baskets and tell Joe Burrow, here, we're going to have let you fix this whole team when they can trade out of that pick, get the parts they need, get one of these decent quarterbacks, like a Cam Newton, one of these decent quarterbacks that can get you, you know, at least get you to a point where you can, you know, maybe be able to draft a good quarterback later on. But, but like, you're right. There's just too many parts missing from this team. You're trying to put an engine together, and all you've got is a piston and a carburetor. <laughs> I love that analogy, by the way. Um, I, I don't mind the wide receiving core as long as A.J. Green's healthy. Uh, I like Uzama. I'm not against Uzama, and I think that they could address the tight end of the draft. I would love to see maybe Troutman. I bring up Troutman. Every time. Every team I talk about, I bring up Troutman. I was talking about the Cowboys yesterday. I like Troutman. I do. I want to see Troutman on one of the teams that we you know heavily talk about. Uh, but Uzama, I, I think that they feel pretty good about him. They just got to get him the ball. That was something that always frustrated a lot of people with the size that he has. Get him the ball. They also drafted Drew Sample last year high in the draft. Remember that. So in the second round, so I don't know. They're probably not going to target another tight end high in this year's draft. I think they're set offensively outside of the offensive line. I, I just I, I just see images of, of Carr in Houston when he got freaking his ba- brains beat out when he gets sacked 84 times or something that year. I see that happen to to Burrow and he just like, you know, 
and he's, his whole career goes down the toilet when he's in a bad system. It's not his fault when you got to run for your life, but every time he snaps the ball, he was running for it. That's what I think is going to happen to Burrow this year. They're just going to run, and he's not that. He's a sit-back-in-the-pocket and carve-you-up kind of guy. I watched too many of his games. He's a great guy. You give him the right system, like what they did in LSU, and he's going to just crush you. But I don't think the Bengals system is going to – he's going to have to run. That's where I think the Cam Newton would come in, into effect. So make him you know, move around, mobile, big guy. Why don't, why don't they sign someone like that and then put Burrow behind him? I mean, can they do that? Is there enough drop space for that? The the problem is in 2020, and like we always talk about, like we always throw this theory out there that teams are going to draft a rookie quarterback and sit him behind a veteran quarterback and watch him learn. We watch the, you know, obviously that that model works for the Kansas City Chiefs, but the problem is is that a lot of times when you're drafting a quarterback high in the first round, you're not a good football team, and it usually means you're not going to win a lot of games the next year either. And when you start losing, teams get impatient. The reason that the Chiefs were able to be patient with Patrick Mahomes is because Alex Smith was that quarterback, and they were winning a lot of games and still could have potentially got to the Super Bowl that last year that Alex Smith was there. If Joe Burrow goes to the Bengals and he's not the starter, they may not be winning a lot of games right away, and that's going to increase the pressure to put Burrow on the field. That's what happened with the Browns. Tyrod Taylor was supposed to come in and be the veteran quarterback quarterback that let you know that gave Baker a year to learn from but then Tyrod started he wasn't playing good enough the fans got antsy and that pushed you know that pushed the tempo to get him out there I just don't think the Bengals are good enough to sit Joe Burrow for a year is all we did it before remember when it was uh um oh god what was his name they brought him in he did really good almost too good and and they had um oh, oh, you're talking about it? the kid from Alabama no McCarron we, McCarron no, we well no no no. Back when we drafted USC, remember first first round. Um, oh Palmer, yeah Palmer. He sat behind uh, um, Kitna. He sat behind Kitna for a year, and, yeah. and and I think I think Palmer done great. If the system would have been better, I think he would have been better. But he did the best he could with what he had to work with, and that's why I say he bring in someone like a Kitna to let to let to let um, Burrow to sit back and get his feet wet. Do some mop-up duties. Let him t- see how it is. And then he kind of understand what he's getting into and, 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 and work with him. But I think just from snap one and send him out there, I just think we're going we're gonna to have another year of going maybe 4-12. and 12, You think? Ooh, no, I, I think... Look, and this is coming from someone who bashes the Bengals all the time. I think this team right now, as is, without Joe Burrow, is six to seven wins. With Andy Ooh. Dalton at quarterback, I think you add Joe Burrow in, I think he's good for two to three more wins. I think we're – I'm not joking. This could be one of those teams that we look at like in years past, like when the Jaguars went three and 13 and then we're a quarter away from getting to a Super Bowl. I'm not predicting the Bengals to be in that situation, but I think we could see a two and 14 team turn into an eight to nine win team pretty quickly. Not just because of Joe Burrow, but because of what they just did on the defensive side. I love what they did on the defense. So you got the Browns winning the Super Bowl too, right? That's, that's, uh, I don't know if I can take your your opinion on that. I don't, in fact, I've been pushing that they don't even play next year at all because they should just give the trophy to the Browns. Like I think Baker's already the 2020 MVP. <laughs> there, there you go. I figured I, I figured that's what you'd be saying about your boy. So all right, Justin, take some take call. Anytime, Tony. Take care. Yeah. All right. No, he. I man. 
it's a it's a weird day, Brandon. Whenever I'm having to be the the, the positive one when it comes to this Bengals team, I, I think I love what they did. I love the defense. I wasn't a big fan of the Reader signing at first because I'm like that was like the first signing that they made, and I'm like of all the holes that you have, you added the defensive line, which really wasn't your biggest flaw. I mean, stopping the run was always key, but that's linebacker play too. Secondary was bad. I love Von Bell. I love DJ Reader mixed in with Carlos Dunlap and Geno Adkins. Sam Hubbard has shown signs. I still think they need a you know. They could. There's still room to improve, but defensively right now, add to some, get some linebackers in the draft. It's a good linebacker draft, okay. And then that offensive line's key. That offensive line, like let's say it does gel. Like I like. I mean, if you're going to look at the core right there being in the middle, uh, if you're talking Trey Hopkins and then Jonah Williams there at left tackle, if those two play at a high level, you just need average play from the others. They're drastically good. I'm telling you, eight to nine wins is not that far off for this team. And I got to see what they do in the draft outside of just Joe Burrow because they could all of a sudden be. I'm very high on the Bengals right now, and I can't believe I'm saying that. I really cannot believe I'm actually saying that. Yeah, I think something might be wrong with you. Do you have high Bengals today? I, I need to check. I, I just saw that Governor DeWine was on. I need to make sure that new symptoms, like I saw that new symptoms of, the, yeah, of, of COVID 19 around. Mm-hmm. I don't know if some of the new symptoms of COVID 19 include being a delusional Bengals fan because I sound like a delusional Bengals fan right now but I, I'm being serious I love what they did defensively I really do I cannot stress enough how much I've loved what they do defense and they had to you had to get playmaking secondary guys because you have Ty- Tyrod holy smokes you have Lamar Jackson who's not going to beat you down the field with his arm too too much but he's an MVP quarterback he can beat you in multiple different ways he didn't just win the MVP because he can run fast right. okay he won the MVP because he's an efficient player at every level out on the field uh, you know Big Ben Roethlisberger's back Baker Mayfield's expected to have a big year. You needed good secondary guys, which is why I like that the Bengals are taking that approach. I And they could be having this approach, too, saying, look, yes, we need to bolster up our offense, but defensively we've been bad the last couple of years, and the AFC North has not been that good. The AFC North is going to be really good this year. With Big Ben being back, again, they just missed the playoffs last year by a game with the third-string quarterback. Big Ben's going to make them dramatically better. The Ravens are going to be dramatically better. The Browns are now dramatically better. If their defense was historically bad the last two years against an average Browns offense, I mean, last year they were embarrassingly bad considering Mm -hmm. all the weapons. Uh, The Steelers were pretty bad considering that they're on the third-string quarterback and you had Lamar Jackson. I'm telling you right now, they made the right decision to go and put veteran secondary guys out there. They needed veteran secondary guys because if not, I'm not talking at Baker too much here, but if Baker has the year he's anticipated to, he's going to dice up your weak secondary. Big Ben will dice up your weak secondary. Lamar Jackson, he's going to dice up, you know, I think he's going to run all over your inter- your middle linebackers right now, but that's something that they could address at the draft. Man, I am sick. I'm talking really high on the Bengals. I just I love what they did because I think they looked at the strength of the division and said, Look, the Browns' defense isn't the best. The Bengals' defense, or the the Steelers' defense isn't as strong as it's been in years past. The Ravens do have a good defense, but they know that everyone in that conference has a strong offense, and that's what they built up for. I like what they did. I really, really do. I like that they're addressing areas that need to be addressed, and I like that they're being aggressive. That's the thing that I really like. They're out there pursuing guys, even guys who they didn't get, like uh, the linebacker who was with Cleveland. What was his name? Oh, Schobert. Schobert. They, they went after him. They, they went tried. after him. And who knows, who's to say they're not done? Exactly. So I just like to see that from the organization, um, organization that Bengals fans like myself have made, has made fun of just because they haven't been very active in the offseason and in free agency. So let me ask you this. You say you're high on the Bengals, maybe. Or I'm around, just high. Or, one of the <laughs> or two. I'm just high. Or, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> so you say you're saying seven to nine wins maybe for them. So where do you think they finish in the division? 
Well, let's see. The Browns are going to go sixteen to zero, so that's at least <laughs> at least second. I but the sad thing is this division is pretty good. I yeah. think that the I, I I have to say this. I'm not being a hater here. I think the Browns are the second best team in this division right now. I think they have on paper. If they didn't have the bad year that they did last year, I would say they're probably the best team in the division. Mm-hmm. But it is the Browns. They showed that last year talent doesn't matter, so I can't go that far. I do think that the Browns on paper. Uh, no, I can't say that. Their defense is crap. Their defense is ass. I, I'm straight up. Yeah. You lost Schobert. You lost Kirksey. Like you're, they're doing nothing to address the defense. They, have they picked up any linebackers no. since? And so if they're gonna yeah. like, that's what I love about what the Bengals are doing. And if the Browns, I mean, watch. This will be the year that the Browns click offensively. Yeah. Baker's gonna throw it all over the field. They ain't gonna be able to stop anybody. That's gonna be my concern. And there's like I, I loved what they did right off the bat, getting Hooper and getting those guys. But I would have rather them kept the same offense from last year and bolstered the defense and then add to the offense trade deadline maybe next mm-hmm. offseason. Um, I'm just not a fan of how the Browns did that. So, you know, I'm going to take a step back. I think, depending on what the Bengals can do moving forward, if Joe Burrow has a really good rookie year, they could finish second or third in that division. Mm. And I think Pittsburgh, as good as I think they can be, I just don't know what you're getting uh, yeah, with Big Ben. Say, they could be third or fourth. The Browns in, in Pittsburgh will fight for third and fourth. And I honestly, God, I can't believe I'm saying this. No, I can't go there yet. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. See, I'm I love Bengals what the fan, defense. I'm, are, I'm scared. I love the defense. Of the I'm scared in the confidence that you have for my team right now. <laughs> well, everyone you're, knows you're how good really, I am at picking out. Yeah, oh, the Browns yeah. are going to make the playoffs, baby. You might have a little psychological thing going on. You're trying to do a little ver- reverse psychology and, you know, say you are hoping the Bengals do good. Well, you just like what they've done on defense. Why, but why, why will they not be good? Why will they know. lose? I don't like. Hmm. I'm not again. The Bengals aren't a great team right now, but they are so much. They are significantly better. You have veteran players like they were. They were throwing trash out there the last couple of years on defense. You have proven veteran players like even if you're just an average defensive team, yeah. you are already significantly better, better than, than the last two mm-hmm. years. Okay, and then Joe Burrow. If he is Joe Burrow, and I'm not expecting the 60 touchdown Heisman oh, yeah. winning quarterback from LSU, but let's say you can get 18 to 20. 22 touchdowns mm-hmm. in that range. When you have Mixon, a former AFC leading, you know, AFC re- leading running back, I'm just saying you have. The, there's no excuse. How you have one of the best running backs in the game. You have one of the best wide receiver duos in the game, and Boyd and, and AJ Green. If he's healthy, by the way, if AJ Green's not healthy and he has another typical year, they're out the window. Yeah. Then I don't give him a shot. Mm-hmm. But a healthy AJ Green with the Joe Burrow, a playmaking quarterback with Boyd, with Mixon, um, and Ross. I think Ross is going. I think Ross has not been able to show his tr- his full capacity yet because he hasn't had a quarterback that has the skill set to match his mm-hmm. skills. I think Joe Burrow has the arm to be able to complement what he's able to do downfield. I'm not saying he's a Pro Bowl wide receiver. I'm just saying I think that that's going to be a new element added to the game. Mixon, I think, is going to be solid. That offensive line is what is the is the X factor right there. But defensively, Reader with Atkins with Dunlap, you got to get linebackers. You got to improve in the linebacker a little bit. But Von Bell, I'm a big fan of. Yeah, I, li- I like the moves. I just the defense is. I won't believe it until I see a thing kind of thing for me right now, just because of how bad it's been the last two seasons. So I just want to see them out on the field and be able to consistently stop teams, and then maybe I'll have a little bit more confidence. Like I'm always rooting for the, for the Bengals, but I just need to see it first. All right. So the Browns or the Bengals made a splash today, free agency signing Von Bell. Are the Bengals done? Are the Browns done? What are some of the biggest free agents out there remaining? And could the Browns or Bengals pull another rabbit out of the hat? We'll get to that when we come back. More of the Justin Kinner Show next. 
It's time for some straight talk. You know what a full-court press is in basketball, right? Full defensive coverage with no holes. Well, that's the kind of coverage you get with Straight Talk Wireless. It runs on America's best 4G LTE networks, same as the big carriers, but just for a lot less. Just 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G, saving you up to half the cost of the big carriers. No contract. Full-court coverage, half the cost. Straight Talk Wireless, everything for less. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. This is the Frost family. They live on a piece of land they call Greeter Pasture. And they work on it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor. With its durable construction and features that hook up to dozens of attachments with ease, no job is too tough. The Frost family runs with us. Because this is more than just land. It's home. Nothing runs like a deer. Get a 1 Series tractor for just $99 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315.